You're listening to the Seek Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new. And here's your host, Tim Winders. Hello, everyone. This is Tim Winders. Welcome to the Seek Go Create podcast. This is the almost final thoughts, kind of a bonus episode for season three the everyday leader. I've done these the first two seasons. I don't know that these will continue. And towards the tail end of this podcast, I'm actually going to be sharing some coming attractions and some formatting that will be a little bit different than what we've done up to this point. We uh, we had some topics that we really wanted to cover, and they just made sense to do it in seasons, these first one, two, and three seasons. And we may do seasons again in the future, but as we'll talk about shortly, that's probably about to change. What I like to do with these episodes is just kind of take a day or two after the recording is done, think about the topics and all the episodes and just come back and share some, just like the title is almost final thoughts, just a little bit of a wrap up. Maybe if there's something that I felt like I left out or something that came to me in the few days after it was recorded. And that's what I'm really wanting to kind of do with this uh, this episode. I do want to say that this is being recorded in an, on an absolutely beautiful day. I'm sitting in the in the front passenger seat of our mobile RV, our office. Today is like 65 degrees. It's in November at the time of recording, and we believe that most of these will be released before the end of the year. But uh, it is just, I am just so grateful, so thankful for, first of all, finishing up one, two, and three seasons with the podcast. And secondly, just what a, what a phenomenal day. So my goal here is just turn on the mic, share a little bit, have a conversation with you. It's a Sunday afternoon, so kind of like a Sunday afternoon chat, and, uh, and just share a little bit with you. This season was all about leadership, but from a little bit different perspective, what we attempted to do was give, give everyone somewhat of a challenge or the responsibility of being a leader, regardless of the role or position that you, that you have in life. I think often we look at leaders as people in politics or people that are in the spotlight or people that are running businesses and companies and ministries or people that have a lot of people underneath them or working for them or people that have influence. And all of that would be correct. But what we made a really good case for, I believe, this season is that all of us, every single one of you listening, has some responsibility, and therefore you're a steward over something, people, places, things. And that was the definition that we we gave throughout the season is leadership is being a steward over those people, places, and things that God has gifted you with. So... So that was that was what we were shooting for this season. And I believe we made a good case for that. I'm, I'm excited with the way things turned out. I do have two, I guess, topics that I want to cover as we wrap up in these final thoughts, almost final thoughts. And then I want to share some coming attractions, things to look forward to on upcoming episodes of the Seek, Go, Create podcast. And then we'll just kind of wrap up with some credits. And I want to give some praise to our team that's put all this together. The first thing that I wanted to really go into, we, we addressed it at times, but I want, to, I want to talk about the issue of integrity and specifically integrity as it relates to leadership, but this really applies to 
everything. I was reading an article during the course of this last week, and I don't recall exactly where it came from, so I apologize if I'm not giving credit where credit is due, but it, it basically was talking about how leaders uh, can have their character gradually be eaten away at. And, and one of the things that makes this difficult is because it, it becomes somewhat of a slow erosion. We've seen in society so many people that are leaders, we'll, we'll call it fall, but they just begin slipping. And the thing that we've come to, come to be aware of is that that's not an instant thing. In other words, if there's a, 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 maybe a male that's head of a church or an organization, or even recently we've had a, a female congressman that you know, had some affairs and that came out in a very unique and different way. And anyway, those type things, they, they all of a sudden hit the news and the media and we hear about it, but those things don't happen immediately. The, the behaviors in all likelihood have been going on for some time. And there may have been even people that knew about it. There may have been people in the organization or people that were around them that knew about it. No one called them out on it. They didn't seek help. And it ends up being something that becomes magnified and we see it. We see it. Uh, we see a crash and burn in a big way. So, so this is really character is something and integrity is something. It's not either we have it or we don't have it. I believe there are certain degrees of it. And the, the initial clue to me that begins impacting leadership, it begins impacting how we are around our families and our loved ones and people that we have influence with, is, is this statement that, again, I saw this somewhere recently, is there becomes a growing gap between what you say publicly and how you live privately. Let me repeat that. There's a gap between what you say out in front of people and then how you live privately, kind of behind closed doors. And there is a word for that. And the word is you're being a hypocrite. And, and in church world and in, in the world of those that study the scriptures, especially the New Testament, Jesus was very harsh and very tough with people that were Pharisees and hypocrites. And it's unfortunate that in our society, we're really not tough on them. And one of the reasons why is that in many ways, we all have a small degree of it. Some of us maybe keep it low and some of us sometimes it can get out of control. But all that I wanted to say as we finished up this season was how this was such a, can be such a negative impact on leadership on how you interact with others. And it, it is a very, I use this term a lot, but it is such a slippery slope. If you make one compromise, it becomes easy to make another compromise. And then it becomes, you know, be, we become desensitized and then you can make another one. And before you know it, the glaring lights of publicity and, and news media maybe shining on you and you kind of are asking yourself, how did you end up this way? Well, it's probably something that started long time ago. I wanted to share kind of some observations that I've had that are, that are clues 
that this is something that's going on. And, and, and I want to say this, I, boy, I try, and I hope those listening in, I try so hard to, when I speak like I'm doing right now on podcast, or I speak in front of a group, or I'm teaching or training or coaching, I try so hard to make sure that the words coming out of my mouth match the way I attempt to live. And it doesn't always do that. I'll go ahead and just kind of confess that is not the easiest thing to do. But the bigger that gap is, the more likely that we're dealing with character issues, integrity issues, and and it and it can become a big challenge. This is one of the things, though, that I, I noticed over the years as I've done business, as I've interacted with people, as I've had business partners and 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 you know had I was involved with sales and and those type things this is the biggest test for me when I'm interacting with someone and this is going to sound a little bit male oriented but that's the perspective I'm coming from it just seems that males have a tendency to have more of an issue with this than females I apologize for generalizing but it just seems that that that's the case but as I've interacted over the years with people that I may be in business with or maybe doing something with or ministry or interacting with, if I am able to meet, if my wife and I are able to meet with both the husband and the wife, then it seems as if that we have less issues in the future if we're both, if we're able to meet with all of us. And let me, let me kind of tell you a little bit more about that, that if, that if I'm meeting with the guy and we're going to be possibly creating a partnership or doing business together or someone's investing or, or we're going to be doing more than just being an acquaintance. I like, number one, for my wife to be involved because she's got a good sense about her. She can, she could read people. And I really like for this other person's spouse or partner or whatever to be involved because you can learn a lot about people when you see how they act around their spouse or their mate. And and here's just, I'll just go ahead and flat out tell you something that I've observed. I've been, I've been around people that they would get up on stage and say things. They would say things in seminars and teachings and trainings, but they didn't really want their spouse, specifically their wife, to be involved because truthfully they were piling on things that weren't truths and if their spouse was around it would it would be very obvious that they were lying and that sounds pretty harsh but that's just the way it is that is an integrity issue it's a character issue and it's going to catch up with you and and I'll go ahead and say this from my standpoint one of the things I've noticed with myself someone who's who's in the past gotten up spoken taught trained the thing that I have to guard myself on is not out and out integrity and lies and things like that, but it is the slippery slope of exaggeration. And let me give you one quick example of that. If, if one is talking about, we see this in politics all the time, if someone says that, yeah, we were speaking to a group and there were 100 people in the audience, that sounds awesome, but we all know that exaggeration can sometimes lead to there was 150 people in the audience, or there were 200, or there were 250, or a thousand, and you know, it sounds slight, 
it sounds like, like I'm trying to word it here, a slight exaggeration, but really it's a lie. If there were 52 people there, there were 52 people there. And let's go ahead and say there were 52 people there, if we know those numbers, instead of rounding up and exaggerating and saying there's 100 or that X amount of money was made or X amount of money was raised and those, those type things. And uh, the only reason that I bring this up here is because as I've observed and interacted with organizations recently and we've and we've worked with the leaders and we've taught and, and kind of helped the organizations grow. What we've found is that there's been huge gaps in the area of trust. And, and the foundation of trust is being able to look at someone and know that they've got some degree of integrity, that their character is strong, that they tell the truth, that they're not a hypocrite. And, and if the trust isn't there, it is going to be very difficult for organizations, teams, ministries, businesses to function at an effective level. I won't even say 100% level, but let's just say effective because, because without trust, they're going to have challenges. And, and when people make decisions, they're not going to trust that they're making decisions for the interest of the organization. And so I just wanted to spend some time in this almost final thoughts just to continue emphasizing the need for integrity, the need for character, the need to attempt to not be a hypocrite and, and someone who can't be trusted. Now, let me give you a few tips, I believe, that help you, that help an individual, help a person not go down that road. Number one is you need people that can speak into your life clearly, succinctly, they don't blow smoke. They don't tell you you're awesome even when you need to work on some things and you've got some accountability there. That can be a spouse or a partner. It can be someone who's close to you. It can be someone on your team or your organization. It can be a coach or a counselor or a mentor or a board or an elder. But everyone needs people that you can run things by with humility and say, what do you think about this? Give me some feedback. Tell me, am I on track here? Am I thinking wrong? Is there wrong thinking here? Am I, am I acting with character? Am I acting with integrity? Am I being a hypocrite if I say this here, but I do this here? And you need people that can speak clearly and succinctly into your life so that you are able to not have a gap between who you are publicly and who you are privately. I think that you need to do reviews. I think that you, you know, one of the things I've done, it's kind of interesting with these podcasts, it's, it's not that easy to listen to yourself. I don't know if anyone's done that much, but if you go back, if you've ever spoken in front of groups or done some teaching or or, or done talks or anything like that, and then are doing now podcasts or recordings, it can be difficult to go back and listen to yourself. I've got videos back when we did a lot of training in the real estate arena in 2004, 5, and 6 that I go back and watch it, and, and I, I'll, I'll just be real truthful with, with you guys. I think the information in the training is excellent, and and I still listen to it. I go, wow, that is that is awesome information. In fact, I, I usually, if anyone ever asks me, I just give it away to them. But but I also listen for my attitude. Uh, 
I listen for the tone, and I just kind of notice that there are tinges of arrogance and tinges of kind of a, a know-it-allness that is kind of laced throughout a lot of the talks. And I'll tell you that I, I, I look at it and I, I, I attempt, I'm attempting as I've launched this podcast to not allow that to creep in. And I know that I have a tendency to go that way. When I turn on a mic or I get up in front of a group, I can kind of get wound up and kind of get this mindset. I'm hopeful that I'm not that way. If you're listening in and and you, you believe that that may be the case, send a message to us and say, hey, Tim, I don't know. You sound like you're a know-it-all. Or if I'm not, I'd appreciate that feedback too. But so, so that's something, though, that's helpful. I guess I'm giving you a tip here is if you ever record yourself or, or on video calls or anything like that where you could maybe just go back and just do some self-analysis, take a look at yourself and say, you know, I don't like the way I sounded. I don't like my tone. I don't like, you know what? I said something right here and it was just an outright fib. I exaggerated. I told something I shouldn't have. And that's just a good analysis for you. You could also have, if you've got a mentor or coach or someone like that, you could have them do some reviews like that. I actually do that with clients. I'll actually go in and if they've done some talks or demos or or um, or things, I'll go back and review them, pull my notepad out, and then I'll get on a call and I say, hey, listen, I thought this was great. This was awesome. This was something that could cause concern. Let's talk about it. And I think there's value there. So operate with integrity, operate with character. Even if you do not have a team, a business, an organization right now, just be able to, when you lay your head on the pillow at night, know I did the best I could. Are we going to be perfect? Are we going to make mistakes? Absolutely. Do we have grace and forgiveness? Yes, we do. I mean, I've shared going back to season one, a lot of the mistakes we made financially coming out of the 2008 financial collapse, and it was very shameful. And I have attempted to come to terms with that. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. But as best we can, let's attempt, let's all attempt to operate with character and integrity. The world needs that right now. The world needs people that do what they say they're going to do. The world needs people that when they tell someone, I'm going to show up on time, they show up on time. That when, when people say, I'm going to do something for you, they actually follow up and do it. And, and we just need to be operating that way. So I encourage you to be a person of integrity. Hold me accountable. Help me be a person of integrity. And, and I want to do the same for as many of you that I interact with also. So that's number one. That, that kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about, which is number two item, which is really a re-emphasis of something that we covered earlier. And that is just being more self-aware of who we really are, of, of kind of how do we see ourselves when we look in the mirror. And the reason that I want to bring this up here, we talked about it in, in episodes during this season in being the everyday leader because self-awareness is really foundational to success. I mean, going back to integrity and character, we need to be self-aware. I mean, listen, if you're not a person of character, it, it is kind of helpful to know that so you can make, the, make adjustments, make corrections. But the reason that I bring it up here in, in these almost final thoughts of being a 
being an everyday leader is this. I have observed that self-image, the way you see yourself when you look in the mirror, that that is a critical factor in how you lead and how you become a steward of those people, places, and things that you've been gifted with. If you're one that looks in the mirror and you don't think very highly of yourself, you you have maybe a lot of shame or guilt or believe that you're a failure and you know, I could go through all the all the areas that we could have low self images in, then what's real interesting is that that will impact your ego, your mindset, your thought process, and it'll really be a negative when it comes to being an influence or being a leader over other people. We'll try to um, we'll try to medicate ourselves by getting attention or feeding our egos, and and that's just that's just not not good. Now, listen. A lot of people say, well, you know, you don't you don't really need to have a big ego. You don't need to be arrogant. And you know, I've talked about that a great deal as far as you know my personality and the way I the way I am. But I will say this, and you know, a lot of people say you don't you don't need to act like you're God's gift to humanity or God's gift to the world. And you know, it's real interesting as that just came out of my mouth. The thought that came across my mind is is that you are God's gift to the world. You were created, you were built, you were designed from the beginning of time. You are God's gift to the world. And yes, you want to act that way. That doesn't mean you're better than anyone. It doesn't mean that we, we can lord over other people and, and take advantage of or manipulate or anything like that. But we are a gift to the world. And that really is the identity that we need to have. And if we have that, then it makes it much easier for us to act as if we're a steward, act as if we can be a blessing to others. And I guess that's what I wanted to emphasize here with the self-awareness and self-image. You know, my, my, my wife and I, Glory and I, we have, we have done a, a quite a bit of, I guess it's marriage counseling over the years. And, and as we've, I, it's maybe not even counseling, it's almost marriage coaching, I guess because we now have been married 30 plus years, a lot of people look at us and say, we believe maybe you can help us. And, and we, we love to do that. We try to do that as much as we can, if at all possible. And one of the things that I always observe in relationship situations, especially marriage, but it also spills over to business and leadership and, and the topics that we're talking about here, is that if someone does not understand their identity and have some degree of of feeling good about themselves, it makes it very difficult when they get into a relationship. One of the things I always said with marriages is is it's very difficult for for two halves to make a whole. In other words, in marriage, they need to be whole people, you know, spirit, soul, and body. They need to be comfortable with who they are. They need to have some degree of confidence and acceptance of uh, and comfort in their own skin to be joined up with someone else because if they if they have a lot of hurts if their soul's been damaged if they if 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 they have a lot of issues that they're dealing with and they look to a partner or to a position or a title or a role or money or something like that to fill those gaps 
then I can tell you that's a recipe for challenge. It's a recipe for potential failure. I'm not going to say it's always going to be failure, but it makes marriage very difficult if you've got two damaged souls attempting to come together and make a whole. We need to individually, as best we can, know who we are and, and that we were created for something great. And that way, when we're joined together, especially in marriage, then we can multiply instead of just barely make one. We want to multiply when we come together. And it's the same way in leadership. It's the same way when people are brought together so that you're a steward over other people, places, and things. You need to have some understanding of who you are and what you were created for. And again, it doesn't mean you're so arrogant and have such an ego that you think you're better than people and you're going to tell other people what to do and you're the greatest thing ever. No, it's nothing like that. It means that you just accept who you are. And the term that I like to use, maybe it helps people understand it, is you're comfortable with who you are. You have a contentment. You know, you work hard, you do the things you need to do, but at the end of the day, you slow down, you stop, you look in the mirror, and when you look in the mirror, say, you know what? I'm pleased with myself. I'm excited about who I am. I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm accepted. You know, I have some grace to live the life I've lived, and that allows someone to really be the leader. It allows them to be the spouse. It allows them to be the, the parent. It allows them to be the minister or the business owner that, that they were designed and created to be. So, so the two things I guess I wanted to wrap up with and just issue a challenge. This is the coach in me. I like to challenge people is keep working on, always be working on and be monitoring your integrity and your character and always be mindful of what you see when you look in the mirror because it's, it, it, it will change over the years. I will say this, it's changed for me. But you need to have some warmth, some good feeling about yourself when you look in the mirror. If you don't, then there are books out there. There are people, there are seminars, there's trainings, there's teachings that can help you. And I just encourage you to, to find those things and reach out to those things and, 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 and reach out to other people. I mean, like I mentioned earlier with character, you could do the same thing when it comes to, uh, you know, having a mentor or coach or, or a spouse or someone around you, a close friend, someone that can speak into your life and encourage you and lift you up. So character integrity, and self-image. Who are you? That's what I want to kind of put an exclamation point as we wrap up the everyday leader and just embrace those things. Embrace those things and go out and be the everyday leader that I know you were created to be. So anyway, I just want to tell you what an exciting season this has been. I've loved it. And what I want to do now is give you a glimpse of where we're headed with the Seek Go Create podcast. You know, one thing that I haven't done is I haven't really given explanation on what Seek, Go, Create means, and I'm not going to do it here, but I will tell you that there's a story to it, and it could actually be another season. I actually might have to go into each one of those words, but it has quite a bit of meaning to me, 
And so, and I've had some people say, Ooh, what a cool name. What, how, how different and unique. Well, it, it really is all about just seeking and going and, and creating. And I think most people know our tagline and, uh, and that was something that's kind of developed over time. And, uh, and what we're going to be doing as we move into new, into our new episodes is we're going to be exploring that more. And, uh, the tagline, of course, at the beginning is, is for those seeking excellent, moving, excellence, moving towards success, creating something new. And the description that we've used is that this podcast is for leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, ministers, and anyone seeking excellence, moving towards success and creating something new. And what we're going to be doing, kind of the coming attraction, is we are moving into, I guess, the next phase of the podcast where I will be doing uh, quite a bit of interviews. And I guess I want to share with you some of the interviews that are coming up. And part of the goal, I guess, that I have with this is I just want to have conversations with some cool and interesting people that are doing some awesome stuff. And I want to turn on the mic and let you let you as the audience listen in. And and that's just what we want to do. Kind of another description we have is by sharing topics, stories, and interviews that nourish the spirit, soul, and body. We hope to help individuals grow to be all that they were created to be. We want everyone listening to be all that they were created to be. So let me just give you a little bit of glimpse into some of the interviews that are going to be coming up. And most of these are scheduled. I believe they're going to be uh, they're going to be on the calendar for me to be interviewing here as we wrap up 2019, heading into 2020, and they should be released and and uploaded probably early 2020. And we don't have a schedule yet, but we'll make that available for those that are subscribed and have opted in on our email list. But I'm just going to give you a glimpse of some of these. I have I have a, a great friend of mine. We built the real estate business together back in the 2000s. And uh, this guy went through a lot of similar struggles, and it's it's his name. I'm just give first names here. I'm not even give full names. Jonathan is now living in New Zealand. He and his family have gone over there. They're doing investments there, and uh, and it's going to be a great conversation with him about business, about faith. We're probably going to go over a lot of the struggles and challenges that he went through, similar to mine. And then we're going to just talk about him and his family being a nomad, going out and investing and doing things just to expand the kingdom. I've got a great friend of mine, or more of an acquaintance, I guess, that I knew of growing up. We kind of are from the same town. And just recently, he put out a book that was phenomenal on, the title of the book is Pitch Practice. And it's it's Kevin, and, and I'm going to interview him and really talk about how everyone needs to be able to pitch. And he did a lot of work in the startup culture in and around the Atlanta, Georgia area. And he probably has seen more people do pitches than just about anyone else. And he wrote a book on that. And we're going to talk about that. In the late 90s, I did some consulting and coaching with a guy that is one of the smartest guys I've ever been around. And, you know, it's interesting. Many people in business that also like to operate from a position of faith, they struggle with making money and then talking about their faith. And then a lot of people in ministry have difficult with money and how to deal with that. And, 
And this guy, really better than anyone, he's got a background as a pastor, but he's a very successful in the business world. He's kind of a turnaround specialist and consultant. And, uh, and he's got a lot of expertise in business, mission, ministry, leadership, and those type things. And, and uh, so I'm actually going to be interviewing Mike. And he, he literally wrote the book on what we call BAM, which is business as mission. And so I'm excited to, to talk about him. I've, I've got someone who's kind of a, a, an acquaintance from years ago that has expertise and she she has a a thriving company in the area of meeting planning and uh, in planning events and 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 she's someone that I'm so excited to speak to because she is a successful businesswoman. She travels and does her business, but she is a strong woman of faith, family, you know, she she takes care of her family while running a business and and so I'm excited about it. we've got an interview scheduled with her. I've got a I've got an interview with with a good friend of mine. We go back years, in fact, almost to elementary school, named Bart. And Bart Bart has such a unique niche in his business that I just wanted to reach out and talk to him about it. He's a great family man. And again, he and I go way back. It could be kind of like old school day, old home day. I think that he and I actually played, if I remember correctly, Little League basketball together when we were like 10, 11, 12 years old. But uh, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna interview him because of the niche that he's in is so incredible and so awesome, and he has owned his niche. So for those of you that are looking for tips on business and how to really really seek out niches that you can own, Bart's gonna be a great interview, someone you can learn from. Also have a have a conversation with a, a newer I guess friend of mine uh, acquaintance named Rob and. Rob has a very successful background in business and publishing and, and helping businesses grow strategically and within their marketing, but he's also in ministry and, and, and he's a person of mission and I'm excited about speaking to him. And, and I've also got a, another, another person I've recently been connected with named Annie, who is an incredible leadership coach and, and is a strong, strong woman that is someone that I'm excited about just having a conversation with and let you listen in. And then I've, I've got so many more that are on this list, but I, I just want to mention one last one. And, and this, is, this is something that I just love hearing stories about this. Um, friend of our family's been a real blessing in our family over the last few years named Jim. Jim was one of the original people that worked at Netflix as it was starting up. He was one of the original people that worked at Mozilla, the Firefox browser, as it was starting up. And he's been in and around the Silicon Valley culture and world for quite a long time. And, and he and I are some that when we get to talking, we talk strategy, we talk leadership, and there's so many things that we have conversations about. And we kind of joke, we, we get together, we solve all the problems of the world, we write it on a cocktail napkin, and then we just kind of wad it up and throw it away, and we don't tell anybody. But we're actually going to talk through that, and we're going to have it recorded, and you're going to get to listen in. And I'm, I'm so excited about this, because I am going to really drill Jim on, on 1998, 1999 at Netflix, because he was like one of the original six 
that worked there. He was over operations and some things in the area of finances. They got started. So that is going to be so exciting. And I've got so many others, but that will just give you a glimpse of the coming attractions, the interviews that we, those are just the ones that we have scheduled. There are a number of others that I could just go through this list. I've got about 30 in front of me that I'm looking at that are going to be so fun for me to have conversation with and to turn on this microphone and let you listen in on. So very excited about, please subscribe, share this, stay tuned, send us messages via our website or, or just connect with us and just let it, let us know your thoughts. And if you have any other ideas, we are more than open and welcome to hear about it. Oh, hold on. I almost forgot one. I've got uh, some, I've got Sean and Kristen are, are some folks that I met a few years ago when, when we were wintering in Breckenridge as we were nomads and he's done some business consulting and Kristen is a elementary school teacher. They have recently taken a year off and are traveling the world and it, I think we've got it worked out that early part of next year, they're currently doing a around the world travel that they've that they're doing and I believe I'm going to be able to interview them face to face when they come back from Antarctica as they repack as they're heading towards Fiji they're going to be coming through the state so that one I'm that's going to be fun to do too so I almost forgot about that one that's going to be a fun interview so anyway just stay tuned we've got some great things coming I appreciate you listening in and and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it as I wrap up this episode, I just want to give so much thanks and so much gratitude to the team that has helped me put this podcast together. You know, it's been less than 90 days that I first just had this thought. I was working with a client. I was helping the client put together a podcast and do some marketing and things like that. And as I was doing the interviews, the client just said, man, Tim, you are so good at doing these interviews. Kind of made me feel good and all that. I said, you know what? Maybe I should start a podcast. So I put my team together that I already had. I've got a my executive assistant. My operations director is Dulcie Irving. And, and I am so thankful to her because I also want to say she is also my daughter. And she is also expecting our first grandchild that's coming up very soon. And I just want to say how much I appreciate her. She is part of our team, runs operations. She's doing all the scheduling. And if you recall back in one of the episodes for, for this season, we talked about the agile leadership that my wife, Glory, is now doing. She actually coached Dulcie, my operations director, on how to do that. And we use the agile process to do our two-week sprints to get this podcast up and running quickly. And Dulcie was the leader of that. She ran that, and and we got it up and going and did it very quickly. And now 90 days in, we probably have 20-plus episodes done and almost edited and complete, and at least 13 are already up as at the time of recording this. So anyway, I'm so thankful for her. She runs a lot of what I'm doing. And once again, she's my daughter with grandchild coming, so that's exciting. And then her husband, Hunter, I am, I'm excited that he actually has some background in web design and our online presence. And he's kind of our digital, our, our digital presence. He's over all of that. And I'm just appreciative of him because he's put all the web, 
all the web pieces together and gotten it on all the platforms and gotten this podcast there. And he's continuing to work on our web presence just to make it as clean and efficient and incredible as it can be. And I'm thankful for him. So we've got family there. And then, and then finally, I guess I, I want to give thanks. This is, this really could not have happened if it weren't for our creative director and my engineer, who happens to be my son, J.K. Winders. He's a pro photographer, and he's right now actually traveling around in his RV, but uh, he is the creative director and the engineer, so he gets to listen to all of this multiple times, put it together, make it sound great. He's the one that's doing all the images we're doing, and, and I'm just so thankful for all of them. And so I just wanted to, as we were wrapping up season three, give thanks to our team. It is, it is such a team effort. And, and I just want to encourage anyone that might be creating projects on their own or, or, or building something or, or starting a business or ministry or company that all of this has happened. All of what you're seeing, this team has come together quickly and in less, 90, less than 90 days, we have been able to do all this. And I am so thankful thankful to them. I believe in the show notes, we'll have links so that you can go to their pages and, and take a look at all that they're doing and, and support and, and help them out. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I, I cannot express enough how much gratitude I have for you just taking the time to listen, listen to these episodes, to rate them if it's a platform that you can rate them on, to share them on social media, to to forward them along and just let people listen in on what we're doing just so that we can get this message out to people so that we can help people become all that they were created to be. I've enjoyed this season. I'm looking so forward to this next phase of the podcast where we're going to be just doing a tremendous number of interviews and I hope that you stick around and listen in. Thank you, and we'll be talking to you soon. We're probably going to have a short break before the interviews start, but looking forward to these interviews and you listening in. Thank you all. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Seat Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC Network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new. We are constantly discussing bold new topics and ideas here on the network, so be sure to subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. We look forward to sharing more with you next time, but until then, enjoy the journey.